Welcome to Oktoberfest, motherfuckers! By the pricking of my thumb, something wicked this way comes. It's a thousand years to Christmas, Mr. Hubbard. Wait. That's right. There's another tradition. Very important. Always check your candy. Can somebody tell me what the Sam Hill is going on around here? Well, we can't, sir. Well, who are you? We're the Monster Squad. Welcome to the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> yes, it is. And to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And I'm Barry. <laughs> is everybody going to get their spooky voice on yes. for this? Yes. <laughs> Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? Uh, uh, listeners, as we are recording this, you have already heard the intro from mm-hmm. this year's Oktoberfest. Uh, these guys have not yet, <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, he screwed us already. I'm sure we're dead. We're not even will, like 10 seconds yeah. in. I will, I will play us. it for you guys when we're done recording this episode. But <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Great. So we'll, we'll, we'll get the, the angry voices on the second episode. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that you, you thought this through, didn't you, Alan? Because, uh, I'm think, because I'm actually thinking a little bit of a head this time. Not much, but uh-oh. a little bit. Which head? We have... Listener voicemail. Oh, or not hey. voicemail, but we have listener An email. email. Nice. So, listener email. Listener email. Is it Chad? We have the Chad. All right. Who has joined us on Discord? Yes, he, he is officially the Chad. The well, Chad. Now, because it was. He's the, not a Chad. No, he is He's the, the Chad. Chad. Is he a hanging Chad? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, Dave, you're not going to like this. Uh oh. The title is Football Episode. Hey everyone, Chad here again. I was just address, uh, addressing previous emails to Alan because he's the one that typically responds. Didn't mean to exclude anybody. He's like, okay, we know. I'm the one that gets the emails. So it's like, it's like it says, Alan, I think you and I could be best friends. <laughs> Unless you were kidding about being a Duke fan. Oh. Yes. I am a huge Duke basketball fan. Oh. And I have been Mm-mm. since I went to my first game at Cameron. I was 11 or 12. Johnny Dawkins was maybe a sophomore, so a long time. That, that's going back a ways, it is. Yep. Says, I have a picture of Leitner's shot versus Kentucky hanging on my wall. It's the greatest shot in the history of basketball. I also have the newspaper of J.J. Riddick breaking the Duke scoring record hanging on my wall and a tattoo of their logo with the championship years on my Jeez. arm. <laughs> Dave is like heartbroken He's seething over here. Over right here. Now. Dave is seething. <laughs> of course, my two favorite Duke players are the two most hated players uh, ever in the program. Uh, if that UK player didn't want to get stomped on, he probably should have moved. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. That was an obnoxious move wow. on Leitner's part, but totally in character. <laughs> he says, Man. my son and I have a tradition of going to a Duke game every season. COVID interrupted that the last couple of years, but I'm hoping we can get back to it this season. Um, and he says, he said, this season will be strange without Coach K on the sideline, but I'm curious how Shire will do. 
Uh, and this, he wrote this. He said, I do need to join Discord, you know, and all that stuff. Right. Uh, which he is on there now. Yeah. Uh, we're happy to have Chad. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I knew when that came, I was like, Dave's going to be so heartbroken. Um, that, okay. That was email number one. We have someone else. Uh-oh. This is from Charles. Hello, Charles. Charles. Guys, I'm listening to the football episode, episode, and all I can say about the intro conversation is amen. Sweet! <laughs> so I discovered y'all earlier this year through GXG when you started the, uh, the Gen X movie face-off, and have listened to every episode since that uh, since that you've released. Well, welcome. You just you. about knocked out your entire back catalog. That's a hefty. That's impressive. Wow. Yeah. That is impressive. Uh, finding you guys has been like finding some long-lost friends. I very much look forward to Tuesday and Thursday every week with yours and the GXG. XG episode drops. Thanks for being so much fun to listen to and giving good representation of what it was, what it really was like to grow up in our era. Uh, I'm in the eight, same age as you, you guys. Ace uh, is class of '73, so he's your yep, age, right. Dave. Uh, and uh, it's amazing how much we all share in common. Halloween is truly the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Amen. It's like what's really funny about that is I've never stepped foot in the state of Tennessee. I'm a military brat that's bounced all around, but spent most of my life in the Houston area, and I'm constantly in used and even sometimes amazed on just how often we all really do share in common even having grown up in completely different environments so keep up the good work guys i'll continue to listen side note let big let dave know that he and i have very similar interests in music i'm a huge ballstones fan and also want to thank him for turning me on to the dead deads they rock there you go (laughs) yes there you (laughs) are very welcome that is from charles i won't say his last name but charles thank you so much thanks thank you charles and i have one more oh my gosh (laughs) nice this is actually from my cousin charlie oh Uh, hey charlie and uh, charlie's had problems getting on discord so he sent uh he sent this along you guys can look at it it's chainsaw and dave from, i'm chainsaw um, i'm dave I, I'm I'm we'll dave. see you yep. at the movies exactly uh he said first he said he's this way he said um he said he saw it and thought about me he said uh and then uh he says he said i'm looking forward to Oktoberfest. can't wait for the poltergeist episode nice love the nashville centric rant leading into the football episode <laughs> <laughs> he said i hate that it, that it has happened in nashville my thoughts are that nashville will be the next detroit when the bubble burst maybe i'll be able to afford to come back home one day <laughs> wow hey dave yeah if you haven't already checked it out Colonel Claypool's Flying Frog Brigade. It's Primus covering Pink Floyd's animals. Oh, uh, oh hang on. <laughs> Dave, hell. Dave, hell. Talk to the bass player over here. I didn't even know about that one. Jeez. So thank you, Chad, Charles, and Charlie for uh, emailing us. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, hey, I'm glad Charlie's here because I need somebody to replace Chad. Sorry, there you guys. Go. <laughs> and uh, by the it's way. all right, Charles. Our Charlie. I'll Chad. get out here in a second. Chad, you can you can be my new best friend. So it's <laughs> oh, and by the way, I do have a message. Speaking of the football episode, okay. before we get started, I do have a message for you from from Amy, the infamous Amy. Yes, she uh, that that whole Appalachian State thing. Yeah, she still ain't happy with you about that. Just for the record, yeah. Well, I could I could have gone really hard on some people when I decided she ain't happy well, with you. Ish. Here, so here's what's funny is you know we talked about Appalachian State and Appalachian State had beat Texas A and M. Well, my sister. Well, they almost beat uh, NC State. Also, yeah, yeah. that was well, a crazy thing. My my wife's sister mm-hmm. and her husband both work at James Madison University. Oh, okay. and they okay. destroyed Appalachian oh, State. Oh, yeah, I know. Wow, I know, I know. That's actually a beautiful campus. If you've never, and there's a restaurant in um, Harrisonburg mm-hmm. called Jimmy Madison's. Mm-hmm. 
that on Sunday does full English breakfast. Oh, and it's amazing. Oh, nice. So, so for she, the whole fry up, I like it. So for my Virginia people and the guys over at Jimmy Madison's, I love you. <laughs> you are just doing anything to get a free meal, aren't you? I so that guy. Hello, I, I, that guy. I didn't that, say I was mad at you. Now I'm just that we're <laughs> about seven minutes into this episode and have not even spoken about yes, our topic. That's all right. This is one of my favorites. I'm so excited really about this is. one. Um, yeah, so this is, for those of you who are new listeners, every year in October, we, we since this is our fourth year, we, we got started in, in 2019, and we and we were really early on in the podcast at that point, even, yeah. and we decided, we dedicated October, because it's Dave and Mai's most favorite time of the year, and we decided we're going to do two episodes a week. Yep. And because we just had so much to say about it, you know. Yep. And so we've carried on that tradition. This is our fourth year of doing it. We always do stuff that's and my first gener- one and, and Barry's first one. And it's and we've had you know people on. Uh, I know, like last year we had Ariel on yep. here, yep. and uh, and and it's it's really one of those things where we we just like I really want to express how much we love this time of year, as well as like let all of you guys, you know, again. Emails. We'll read your email. Send us hey, send us your emails. You know, if, it's you, a, haven't, if you haven't already joined Discord, come yes, join yes. the community. I so, know I talked about this. So, anyways, we are kicking off this year with the 1983, and I'm sure Barry and I will disagree on this one a little bit. The Disney movie. I know it's Buena Vista, but, but we'll get to it. So it's it, it, it's Walt Disney Productions, productions right? Before, um, because this was the last movie that was a Walt Disney Productions. After right. this, it became Walt Disney Pictures. Right. Um, this is uh, uh, Ray Bradbury's yes. Something Wicked This Way Comes. By the pricking of my thumbs, Something, something wicked, wicked This Way I, Comes. I know. It's, uh, Straight it, out of Macbeth. Yep. And uh, wow, what a great movie. Um, there's there's so much to unpack in this movie. Well, there is. I'll say this. Somehow this one had slipped by yes, me. Yes, Dave had not As, seen yeah, this yeah, before. This was my first viewing of it. I did it this week, so it'd be fresh in my mind for the episode. And? Um, and? I actually don't know how I missed this, because this <laughs> totally seems like something I would have watched as a kid, and it seems like something that on one of those days right before Halloween, a teacher would have rolled the 16 oh, yes. millimeter projector in. Or the, the, the television or the with television the VCR with combo. The VCR. And that never happened with this movie. It was always something else well, for me. Well, be right. fair, it is a little dark. It does get a little dark on it. it so, you know. It, it definitely you, you falls You didn't see in. some of the stuff we watched as a kid before Halloween. Blood on the highway or, you know. <laughs> Maybe not quite that bad. Mur- <laughs> was it murder at 50, 55 miles yeah, an hour something or something? Like I don't that. know. I know. Some of those, yeah, those, those driver training classes. <laughs> All um, right. But, yeah, this, uh, my own, before we get into my own yeah. personal with this, the reason, yes. and I was telling Dave when we, we talked. This is bit. one that you and I both looked at each other and said, we are yeah. totally oh, doing this. I, and I can't believe it. That I missed it because I'm a Ray Bradbury fan. Oh yes, one of my At favorite one of did. my favorite books from him is um, "Death Is a Lonely Business." Illustrated man, always one of my favorites. That's a good one. I'm a Fahrenheit 451. There you go. Well, hey, as well as, the, as, well as the Marshall Chron- the Martian Chronicles. That, you know, those are both classics, but everybody knows about those, mm-hmm. right? If you haven't read "Death Is a Lonely Business," you really should. It's set on the Venice Pier before it became the Venice Pier. Yeah. Became yeah. the Venice Pier. Um, so. I remember having cable mm-hmm. in 83. Like We hadn't had it very long, but one of the things that we did have, because we didn't have uh, the premium, that, like, we didn't have like HBO or Showtime right. or that stuff, but we had like that second that, tier, that second tier yeah. which included the Disney Channel, which mm-hmm. was in its infamy. In, <laughs> infancy. Infancy, not infamy. Allow, in me, its allow infancy. me to give oh, your that too. Give yeah. words to you so yeah. you can speak. Um, I haven't had enough coffee yet. Um, <laughs> 
there's a fine line between me having just the right amount of coffee and me going over the edge. And that's when we get the drink darts out. <laughs> and, and that is a scalpel's edge, friends. Yes. Very much so. Uh, but they did a really big push on this on mm-hmm. there. A lot of like, um, Dave, maybe not as much, but you know, having had, you know, kids in the house, and I know with with you, yes, uh, you've probably seen quite a bit of, of Disney Channel. Oh yeah, and you know how they will do like their native ads during mm-hmm. commercials. Like they'll have regular commercials. Actually, back then they didn't even have regular commercials. Everything right. was Disney. Everything was native. Like yes, you know? and so like it, when you were watching anything on there for a good m- solid month lead up to this. They were showing like interviews with the cast and right. behind the scenes, like some of the, the FX stuff, and you know, and oh, yeah. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was this really big, like, oh, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this. I did not see it in the theater. I wound up seeing it once it hit VHS. I, mine was the same. I yes. actually ended up seeing it. On, I believe the first time was on Disney Channel. And oh, yeah, uh, it was either on VHS or Disney Channel. Yeah. I don't remember. I know Disney when when they finally brought it to Disney Channel, they put yeah. the crap out of it. Oh yeah, I mean the crap out of it. Well, so. there's a reason, and I'll, I'll yeah, we can get into that. But when we get I, into that, that. Was a, so it was one of those things that like I was early on on yeah. this thing of like, okay, this looks really cool. And then it wound up being really effing cool. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. And and, and we'll Le- get into legitimately. A lot more than, yeah, a lot more than nuances and things right, like right, that. Right, there's right. there's a lot of great moments on this. Um, now I'll admit, all I did was I watched the movie. I didn't yes. do any research okay, or look okay. up it's any fine. information. That's why you have because me. I knew Barry was going to do well that. <laughs> because I just wanted to be able to give my you know response to it. Right. right. To it. No, that's that, fair. that first. That's totally fair. Hey, you know, this is the first time I'm watching. I just want to give reaction to it. Right. Which, which is yeah. Go buy okay. this. Go get this for yourself. Well, let me get the numbers out of the way here, and then we'll get into it. Right? Well, fine. Fine. Then. <laughs> All right. Something wicked this way comes. As Alan mentioned, it came out in April. Technically, April 29th. April of all Yeah, times. I know. It's just it's a weird thing, especially when the whole thing takes place in, in October. October. In late October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we've discussed They never say this. Halloween. October we, 24th. Yeah. It says on the, on the flyer, the flyer yep. that that's when the, the carnival's We have discussed this in length, is that studios have no idea what to do with horror movies or scary movies or well, thrillers I know. I know. that and, need to come out in October. Right? And, and this one, we'll get into it. Yeah. But... Um, Directed by uh, Jack Clayton, uh, he directed the um, the Robert Redford version of The Great Gatsby. Yes, it, amazing. Still love that movie. Written, of course, by Ray Bradbury, mm-hmm. uh, based on the novel. You know, something wicked this way comes. Uh, produced by Peter Douglas, which is Kirk Douglas's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, as we previously mentioned, this was the last movie that was released under the heading of Walt Disney Productions. Right. Um, they did still list it as a Buena Vista movie. Yes, it so has it the Buena Vista. It has the, the Buena Vista logo, yeah. but it yep. was under that. So you were talking about all the promotions that they were doing for it. Oh yeah. Here's the reason: the budget on this movie was twenty million dollars in 1983. Money. 1983. That was the budget. Would we the say it's box three office times gross that now, which is like so that would have been that sixty about sixty about seventy 60, million yeah somewhere in there. The box office gross not there six yep six point four million yeah. This movie bombed yep in the theaters I that. absolutely bombed. I don't and know why they were trying to recover as much investment on this as they could. So that's one of the reasons why they pushed the hell out of this. Actually, I remember seeing this also. Do you remember when ABC used to do the Wide World of the Disney. Wide the, the the Wonderful World of Disney? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, they would Sunday take nights. a movie and divide it in half. Right. This was one Sunday of the ones nights. that they did. Yep. I remember seeing it on that. Um, Had uh, Michael Eisner. Yes. Yeah. It was, yeah. 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 Would yeah. come out and but, some. 
do, do you have a, a plot synopsis on this one? I do not. Wow. And I didn't because I just don't. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, this was... I knew that this is this is one of those movies as I was watching and I started to actually start writing down some stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to put any kind of snark on this whatsoever. It doesn't need here's it. Your plot, here's your plot synopsis. Uh, two young boys live in a small town. They don't really say where it is. It's, yes, it's in the northeast. It's in the northeast somewhere. Yeah. Well, no. Yep. It, they say it is Greentown, Illinois. Oh, was it Illinois? Say that? It was okay. Illinois. I it was okay. And right. it was in this. Yeah, because they're talking about the north. They're talking about the northwest. Yes, northwestern yeah. game. So yeah. that makes sense. Yep. So, now, yeah. what they, if you look at the opening scenes, the rolling hills and all right. that. As somebody who's lived in Illinois, you know that can only be in the south part of the state, close to Kentucky. Okay. Right. Because once you get basically up around Interstate 57, which is where Effingham is, it is. Flat is the stinking table, and nothing but <laughs> corn like, and soybeans. It, okay, so so it's basically Kansas and Missouri. <laughs> well, it's it's down in that corner. Um, yeah. It there's actually a little town in South Illinois called Greenville. Okay, which he probably right. based it off of down close to Vidalia. So small town, early night, uh, early twentieth century. Yeah, yeah. Like we know it's early nineteen hundred yeah. somewhere in there. Uh, we could probably because there's a date that's actually listed later. We could probably extrapolate out. But we're, but not, we're not going to, because um, <laughs> we're lazy. Yeah, some of that, and also they don't. They also don't give us a time frame. Yeah. So basically, yeah. what happens is it's it's it's, it's late fall, um, and uh, a mysterious carnival comes into town in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and uh, these two young boys start investigating, and they start noticing some weird stuff happening, and. Well, first you got then the, we have a lot of fun. That's all I'm going to say. Oh yeah, so you, got the, you got the lightning rod guy. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's his Tom? Uh, oh, I forget. What Tom Fury. Tom Fury. Yeah, that's right. He comes. Tom to the Fury's town the name. First. Yeah. And it's funny watching that opening sequence where he's walking into town. You know, oh, the voiceover. I and I, I wish mm-hmm. I had actually written this down. That voiceover when he's describing. The fall of the year, yeah. with the ten thousand oh, pumpkins yeah. and all that stuff. Well, I was like, "Oh my god, that describes the fall of the year so perfectly." So, first of all, it was October, a rare month for boys, full of cold winds, long nights, dark promises. Days get short, the shadows lengthen, the wind mourns in such a way you want to run forever through the fields. Because up ahead, 10,000 pumpkins lie waiting to be cut. Before we go into the cast on yes. this, for those of you that have never, if you've not really gotten into Ray Bradbury or familiar with his style of writing, he is very, very big about setting a scene. Yes. He, he loves to, he wants to, he wants you to smell it, taste it, feel it, hear it. You know every sense that you can imagine. Bradbury on this. is very good at walking up to that line of purple prose without ever stepping across. Uh, he, he bounces he, he back ba- and forth but a few it's, times, but, it's, but you know, he, by he, and large, he's he really good at walking line right up yeah. to it. And you know, so he very much walks a drunken line. Yes. On it. Oh yeah, and he takes some liberties, but you know, in the same token, it's he's one of the greatest writers I personally have ever read. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the cast here. The biggest, the headliner on this one, playing Charles Halloway, Jason Robards. Jason Robards. Yep. Yep. Made famous from one of my favorite movies, Dream a Little Dream, amongst a lot of other movies. Dream a Little Dream. The, yeah, the Corys. 
Oh, Dream Little Dream. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. played the neighbor. Yeah. Say, I know Jason Robards been around a long Jason time. Jason Robards did a ton of stuff, but I loved him in Dream Two of my favorites that he's mm-hmm. in is yes. The Return of Max Dugan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Quick Change. <laughs> I forgot about Quick Change. Because he he's the detective oh, that's chasing them. Oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A man that does not get enough praise for his ability to play creepy as hell. Dude. Playing Mr. Dark, Jonathan Price. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about Mr. Dark. So. And <laughs> for those who have seen it, he was in the movie Brazil. Yes. And killed it in that. Which is another brilliant movie. Diane Ladd. Diane Ladd playing Mrs. Deitchey. Yes. Yes, famous from Chinatown. Yeah. One well, of my... she's Laura Dern's mom. No, you that's know, true I mean, too. That's... Yeah. <laughs> um, playing Tom Fury was an actor by the name of Royal Dano. Mm-hmm. Um, his biggest role that I could find was from The Right Stuff. Oh yeah, he what was, character? Dude, I haven't seen him uh, forever. Um, I've got to go back and look. I can't remember off the top. Of my head. Um, now that you said it, I can see him in that movie because that's a good movie. It is. Oh, a it's really an amazing movie. movie. Um, playing Will Holloway, which was Charles Holloway's son, was Vital Peterson. Now, Vital Peterson was in the Star Trek. I want to say it was Deep Space Nine. Really? Yeah, he was. I never watched had one of the main. Nine, so. I, I can't remember the character name, but he was in that one for a lot. Um, Playing Jim Nightshade, his best friend, and is there a better name I know, than Jim name. Nightshade? Yeah, I mean that's amazing. Uh, was an actor by the name of Sean Carson. Couldn't really find a whole lot from what he was doing. Um, there were a lot of other hey, it's that guys throughout this movie. Oh, one, there are two people in this. Oh, there's one that I got to bring up, but uh, one in particular playing Ed the bartender was an actor by the name of James Stacy. Now, the interesting thing about James Stacy is he is missing one arm and one leg. Legitimately. So he legit. Okay. I, he is I legitimately li- missed. He lost them in a motorcycle accident um, early on and was still able to, to well, that's, put yeah. up a, a hell of a job acting it. Yeah. Um, one of the most notable small roles, and if you're not paying attention, you would never realize that who it is. About Jack Dotson. No, the Dark Witch. Oh yeah, it's Pam Greer. It's Pam Greer, yeah. as yeah. in Jackie Brown. Pam right, Greer. Right. Yeah, I know. That's a yeah. Uh, yeah. Or that, the Dust Witch. I'm sorry. The there, Dust there, Witch. There were, there were three. Pe- there were three people I wanted to, to point out. One of them being her. Yes. Um, the other one being Jack Dodson. Jack Dodson. He played the Doctor in this. He played Doctor Douglas. He was Howard oh, Spread. Yeah, yeah. The, from the, from the Andy Griffith Show. Griffith yeah. Show. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the other one is Mary Grace Canfield. Who played the teacher, Mrs. Foley? Okay, Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Now, now the, the I had to the old one or the young one? the old the old one. Okay, and the reason why is because she has done she did so much stuff like through the the sixties, mm-hmm. the fifties and sixties. But like she was in other like she was in Pollyanna. Uh, she was oh, on. She was in Pollyanna. Yeah, and I forgot about she that. She was on the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, Remember, a lot of these. She people, was. She was a lot of ties um, to Andy Griffith on this one. She was uh, Thelma Lou's cousin that came into town. They were trying to set oh, up with Gomer. Was yeah. it, saying, girl, oh, she's nice. The girls she's from Mount nice. Pilot. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, they're, they're like, you know, she's nice. She's real nice. Oh, know? that one. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, she did. Um, she was on Bewitched. Yeah. I mean, it's, she's she literally she's a been great character all actor. Yeah. kinds of stuff. I want I know she was in some other Disney movies somewhere, but but that was a I I recognized her from from right a lot of reruns of stuff from before I oh time, yeah I so. mean <laughs> this and it's such a strange movie because there's so many things about this movie that should not have worked 
Right. There's so many things. I mean, you're talking about essentially a period piece. Yes. You know, in a part of the country that unless you've been in that part of the country, you don't really get. I mean, fair Dave has been. I lived in that area. Exactly. So not quite a decade. And, you know, on top of that, you're talking about a lot of the 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 darker elements that, Mm -hmm. you know, Disney never touched on like this. Well, this again, and I've said this before, this comes from a time. for lack of a better term, a dark time at Disney when yep. they were not doing well. No, uh, this is especially you know, with live action. Yeah, stuff. this had come out. Um, you know, um, um, uh, the Devlin Max Devlin had mm-hmm. come out during this time period and did not do well. Um, uh, what else came out here? Of course, yeah, the the Black Cauldron was released during yep. this time period. Um, there was another one. Watcher in the Woods came out during this time period. There was mm-hmm. another one. I'm I'm blanking on that. It's like it was like a big movie that went nowhere. That was a Disney, but it was one of those things where it was just like Disney could not find a hit for some strange reason. Right. And um, but I I always felt like this movie was just so overlooked. Well, it, I mean, it, I agree. I mean, it's it's one of those things that you know if you saw it, you're going to remember it. You may not remember the name of it. You may not remember the scenes from it because. It is a little choppy to watch it, and there's there's a reason for it. They had to go back and reshoot a lot of scenes in okay, this movie, okay. and you can tell because the the boys in the scenes are significantly older. Yeah, than they were. there's and, a couple. You know. I will I will say that the two boys. Are oh yeah, not great actors, and I know they're kids. It's kid actors, but especially that first. Okay, they the were Disney sequ- actors. The opening yeah. sequence after they like they're let go from um from school from school, and they're yeah. running and they're talking, yeah. and then like. After you know they have the interaction with mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Will's dad, and right. you know, he's like saying, "Well, you know, your dad doesn't ever call." You know, blah blah blah. That whole that is so like awkward to watch. Oh yeah, the way that because there's like there's no acting; they're just saying lines. Well, it's yeah. like, uh, okay. Well, you know. and, and I'm gonna throw something out here, and and you guys may bristle at this a little bit, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I hadn't watched this movie in in. 20 some odd years before I went back and watched it before we started to do this and the whole time I'm watching this I'm like I've seen this plot before I've heard this plot before why is this plot sound so familiar to me <laughs> and every aspect of it I'm like okay this whole idea of giving somebody what they want right. and you know well, it's the monkey's paw it's Faust yeah you know yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's Faust yeah. it's the monkey's paw more importantly on a more recent one it's needful things from Stephen King oh absolutely I mean, the whole that, thing was needful things from Stephen King and I'm like this is just I, the, the, but the, Stephen King is also a, a fan of that era. Oh yeah, of stuff. Well, he I mean, almost I mean, he that, did no. an ad, yeah. he he want, he wanted to do an adaptation of this book, and oh, yeah. they turned it down. Okay, <laughs> the Stephen King adaptation would be interesting. Oh know? my gosh! Well, there's not enough vomit in it. Not enough vomit. Not enough. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Daddy, yeah. please make the wall stop bleeding. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but I mean, and and you're gonna hear us bounce around a lot on this one, guys, because to be honest. This is one of those movies we don't want to spoil too much for you. We want you to go watch it. Absolutely. Because I will say good. this though, it's kind of hard to find. It is. It is. I, I have, had to find it on YouTube, so. I yeah, it's available on YouTube to rent. Yep. Um I have a DVD copy of it which is almost impossible to find. Yeah, now. I believe that. Um and it is not available on the Disney Channel. No. Or on the on, on Disney It's not Plus. available Disney streaming Plus. anywhere it's, yeah, that I can exactly. find. Yeah, exactly. It's not. That's no, Disney, Disney it's not on Disney Plus. It. Yeah. 
Um, and so it's kind of one of those things where it's like, if you want to see this movie, you either have an old VHS copy of it, yep. or you had to go to the public domain. And and that even then, I will say this because, like I said, I have a DVD copy of it, mm-hmm. but I wanted a digital copy of it, and I don't have a a, a burner on my right. My dim, so I had to go find it elsewhere. Yeah, and it wasn't easy. Oh no! I no, found no. it, but it took forever to download because well, there weren't enough people seeding it. So. Even even watching it on YouTube, it was still worth right. it. You know, but and. and to kind of dive into the plot a little bit here, as, as Alan mentioned, a carnival comes to town to this little mm-hmm. town in the middle of, of Illinois. Mm-hmm. And oh, in the Midwest. And that, that that scene of that train rolling in was great. Oh, oh that okay. was actually okay. cut. Hold on. That's a cut version on that. Let's talk about the opening. Okay. Where it the the way that like the something with Ray Bradbury something yes. like the way that's in that red and it kind of like melds into this mm-hmm. black that background and, and that then it's train. just a shot of a train that's backlit. Yep. And the and steam coming yes. off of so, it and that center light. Oh, going. Whole, did, did you whole, notice who did the the score? Uh, James Horner. James Horner. That's right. But um, the uh, the train scene on this the very first train scene was actually a lot more robust on the scene there was supposed to be a whole thing where the train busts through the smoke and as they're busting through the smoke the smoke starts turning into ropes oh nice. and and yeah know, they should have basically sent it, you know sets the tent up around it nice. kind of thing and um there are there are apparently versions of this that you can find that has that i just hmm. haven't been able to find yeah one. i might have to go um but it's it's this really kind of dark ornate kind of element to it and this is you can see where 20 million dollars went i know that the dvd has zero extras on it except for the it has the trailer and that's about it yeah and i mean you can still find occasional clips talking about like the making of and some of the back you know the behind the scenes stuff but it's really difficult i would love to see all those old disney interstitials oh yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. those things and so anyway so the 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 carnival comes to town these two boys sneak in to see it they freak out about it um prior to that some guy well, basically sells one of the kids a lightning rod. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. reasons. Oh, uh, he said they had um, his house murmuring was, timbers. Yeah, murmuring timbers. Was, which well, he was given weird. that speech in the middle of the town about how he can yeah. tell which houses are. Uh, some people attract. Destined, some people attract lightning, yeah. and he can tell which houses need protection. need need protection. And right. he's walking through, and he asks he, the boys come running through. He's like, "Hey, whose house is this?" Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Diane Ladd's character for a second. Okay. Um, What's your take on Mrs. Nightshade? Mrs. She's Nightshade a is prostitute. A, she's a player. <laughs> she is, a, is player. a prostitute. I don't know that she's a prostitute. That but is I how think she that was she paying is, the bills. I think that she definitely... Um, no, I'm going to put two and two together. When he pulls money out of that jar to go pay for the lightning rod. Oh, yeah. And the fact that We're she's, buying the lightning rod, Mom. Yeah. And the fact that she's in bed... During the day, because she's just so tired I out, know, and in the, the next when he comes home and he comes the guys home there and, and the guys, dancing, in, yeah, no, mm-hmm. she is straight up the town you think prostitute. So? You think I don't know that she's a prostitute. I think she's definitely um, popular using men to. Oh no, she's straight up getting yeah. paid. So anyway. she is straight up well because you know his dad's going to come home from from overseas, yeah, he's and in Africa, uh, he's Africa, in Africa and, right. and all this other kind of stuff. Okay. Gold Coast is that where he was? So was yeah, Gold yeah. Coast, yeah. So Will's dad is the librarian. Yes, and he look. Can we talk about how good Jason Robards? Oh my is? God, Jason Robards is in so general, good. So in good. this movie, he is. He plays so that good. that stalwart, stiff man who recognizes his own shortcomings yeah. better than anybody. Well, he was. He's older. 
I want to say he was in his 50s when he did this one. <laughs> Which is so funny to think that... Oh, no. It's like 40 <laughs> no, to it's shut up. It's, no, look, it's like, it's like that whole 50? thing. 50? Yeah, yeah, really? Seriously. It's he like, was not no, as old as he looked. It's like the whole thing with, <sighs> with uh, Wilf, Wilford Brimley. Well, because you remember Wilford the scene Brimley, Think ripping. about this. Yeah. Think about this. Wilford Brimley was 50 when he made Cocoon. Yeah. Okay, think about that. Okay? Now think about what Brad Pitt looks like now at almost 60 years old. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one better. <laughs> right now, Ralph Macchio is older 60, than Pat Morita was yeah. when they made He's the original 61, Karate 62, Kid. Yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. So but it's, uh, <laughs> if you remember in the, in the okay. movie, I, the whole scene where he's ripping was different off the, back then. Yeah. Y'all have made my day Whatever. worse because <laughs> while I was in Kroger getting my drugs from the pharmacy, I was sitting in there nodding my head and I realized the song in Kroger that was playing was Rat. Oh, there geez. you go. Round and round. No, um, um, the late Way Cool Junior. Way cool. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Early. What 90s. Kroger are you going wow, to? That's crazy. I want to go there. Bellmead. That's, nice. That's wild. Okay. But uh, if you remember in the movie, he's there's the whole scene in the library was ripping out the pages of his dad. I love yeah. that. Oh, oh, so Dude, good. Mr. Black, Jonathan Price. Let's talk about it. Okay. He doesn't have a ton of screen time in no. this, but every every millisecond. He is on st- on screen. He's, He's eating it up. Is he is that, chewing look, up the scenery? Look that that uh, encounter. Yep. That he has with uh, Will's dad with Jason Robards yes. in the middle of the town is. Where he's squeezing his hand so yeah, tight it starts where, to bleed. The whole th- yeah, and yeah. the whole thing of him like basically saying, "I will have, I will have these boys. I will, yep. they will, you know, just." And then whenever he like, walks off and he goes back over because they're having the parade. And they start a funeral dirge. Yeah, that look on his face as he is just staring down Jason Robards as they're walking. That is just one of the most menacing. Oh yeah, like oh my god. If you could bottle that moment, I know. You know. I know. All right. So and, you, and one of the things I got to talk about. Yeah. is that scene where he's ripping the pages out, and when he the, right. the oh. dust witch actually right. set her dust. That that lovely the taste Walt of death. Disney animation. Oh yeah, that they green lay, animation. I know. That I they know. lay that over green the green smoke. And you know what that's from? It's the same animation that they wound up using uh, because they were in, they were both in production at the same time. They wound up using that exact same animation in uh, the Black Cauldron when the cauldron uh, oh, nice. when they when they open the cauldron at the end of it. Oh. It's the exact same animation that green mist. But the, very cool. I, I yeah. love that era of Disney where they're, I do too. I do where too. they're laying animation over the top of the. There are several moments stuff. in this where they're doing yeah. that. Yeah. It's uh, well, since we're talking about it, uh, Mr. Black, do you know who was originally cast as Mr. Black? And mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to see if he could pull off the same type of an element. I, don't know. I mean, Jonathan Price knocked it out of the park, but Edward James Olmos was originally cast as Mr. Black. I really like Edward James Olmos. I do too. But that's just a don't different not type see of, him. That's a, that's different, a different type, type of menace. That, yeah, that, that is, is a, more severe. His is a, I am going to beat you down in the middle of the street threatening, whereas this guy is like, I'm going to come at you. I'm going to come at your family. I'm going to come at your friends. Well, that, your character, at your, that character he's been playing in the new Mayan series. Is oh see I haven't watched any of the Mayan. I, I take it back. I watched the first couple episodes of the Mayan. I just couldn't get into. Yeah, it. he right. he plays he plays the dad of well, the two main characters. Come on, he was Castillo in Miami Vice. Yes. What oh, more yeah. do you need? You know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. that show that dude the, was just <laughs> their their first captain that they had was yeah. good, but that show didn't come alive until he came on there. True. I no, mean, that was absolutely not. He right. he he completely changed the dynamic of that show. Well, so, and to switch back to the uh, the Jason Robards character. Because you know how I love to find who was originally supposed oh, to be casting yeah. is. These were some of the names, and there's a list, so get comfy, boys. Mm-hmm. Initially, Walter Matthau. No. 
Jack Lemon. No. James Garner. Hal Holbrook. Holbrook, I might be able to. I hang on. Yeah, Holbrook, hang on. maybe. Dean Jones. Really? Dick Van Dyke. Okay. No. And the one that I almost wanted to see because I've seen him play creepy and he nails it, Darren McGavin. Eh. Ralphie's dad from yeah. a Christmas well, story. He's cold checked the night stalker. Come yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I would. I'm like, you know, if you're gonna play kind of not really the hero, but right, like the assist right, to the hero kind of thing. I think the problem with almost all of those people that you said there is that they yep. all have, they're all more known more for comedy. Maybe not Dean Jones. But well, Dean Jones. Dean Jones is a Disney guy. I, from that, way well, back. so yeah. was Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, and so was Darren uh, McGavin. But it's a. I, yeah, I just I can't see the the Shaggy DA playing that character is what it comes down to. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> agreed. How uh, Holbrook is about how Holbrook was about the only might... one that I could see, but I yeah. think how Holbrook is was a, a good actor. I don't know. Is he still? I think he passed. He did pass, yeah, yeah. a little while long, a little while back. Um, he was a good actor, but he could kind of fall into that Darren McGavin how do I put this not comedy but it's almost like a real, a real put upon yeah. like sad sack type of which Robards never he, he might have bordered on it a little bit because he had so much he had so much guilt for something I was about to say happened. Robards didn't seem sad his sack. was more Robards gal- guilt beat down right, exactly yeah. he, and, he just seemed like a man that had the weight of the world on his right, shoulders right you know, not well. It was guilt. Exactly, it was. It absolutely was guilt. You know, and guilt. The, about you know, about not being able to save his son because he was terrified of swimming. He he never learned to swim. His dad yeah. never didn't teach him how to swim. You know, so, and so yeah, and that and and when we when we start finding out, it, that's a really interesting. Also, there's not a ton well, of it in here, but when you start finding out about his father, yeah. You know, you find out that his father was a minister. You know, and that he was real stern, and you know was. That old phrase, more heavenly, so so heavenly minded, he was no earthly good, you know, right. type thing. But you find out when they go back and start looking through his diary that this carnival came through once previously. Well, no, well, more it than came once there, and then the older people remember them coming through yeah. prior to that. Also, it was how many years? It was like they didn't. So they didn't really give us. They didn't really give. I want to say it was probably in that. 40 or 50 year reign when, somewhere when, when they that came out in the movie mm-hmm. did you kind of get an it vibe too I could see that you know yeah, just yeah, the whole thing about coming back to dairy every right, so often right, right, well right. I mean there's multiple creepy stories about a certain evil coming back right, to a right. certain place and going after so, children well, yeah. after or, or so or many years and going after people I mean right. to the whole needful things I mean, needful yeah. things you yeah. know jeepers creepers right um, yeah. you know all of those no that's I, I mean you make some good points on that but uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why you know Jason Robards and Jonathan Price played so well in this, and we keep gushing over these two because, quite honestly, they Everybody, were the highlights. They really are. You know, there there are some wonderful moments when you start getting into the townspeople. Okay, okay. I was just about to ask. Let, about let's that. get into a little because, like you know, you, you talked about um, Ed, the um, the bartender. The bartender, you know, he was still dreaming of when he was a football star at you Northwestern. Know, Northwestern, and Northwestern, yeah. yeah. And so it's one of those things that you know. He wins a prize at the at the carnival, and then Gets he goes go into the, the Hall of Mirrors, and the Hall of Mirrors shows you what you want to see. And so all of a sudden, he has both his arm and his leg back. Yeah, and, and that the, again goes to we don't see him because it's one of those things that the doctor and yeah, um, 
what is his name? Holland? Is that his name? Uh, Holloway. 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 Our walk, and they're like, man, why is the bar closed? It hasn't been closed in 20 years. And yeah. they go in, the money's still there and all that kind of stuff. And so after he has his encounter with Mr. Dark, he turns around, and there's He's, this kid sitting there that's dressed just like with a football. In a Northwestern jersey. throws it to... Throws it to to Holland, yeah. and then he throws it back, and he knows he's like, oh. But you know, you also had the barber. The barber was okay. The barber, I the always said, I love that. The the barber though has always like, even when I was a kid, I was like, this guy's kind of a creeper. <laughs> well, so okay, there was there's basically because he's yeah. all about women. He's there's, just like all oh, these women out there. You there's know? four different like, characters right, that right. actually go to the fair and and embrace the fair. The first yes. one was the barber, yes, who was always talking about. Um, well, there, no, no, actually, the first one was Ed. That's the first well, one we see. Yeah. The second one we see is um, the cigar the cigar guy that was oh, obsessed the, with the, money. The, yeah. yeah, the, the yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I know who who he was always playing the numbers. He's like, yep. I'm gonna yeah. win that hundred thousand dollars, and yep. I'm gonna and then the barber and then the barber and was then, the next and then the teacher. teacher and then the teacher. Yeah, but the cool thing about it was it because was, everybody. I'm sorry, we didn't talk about the teacher. She's old and yep. she's. The kids keep talking about how ugly she is, but they keep, everybody tells him like, no, she was beautiful when yep. she was young. But so. and and it's again it's that whole Faustian storyline coming back into it of be careful what you wish for. Right, you, you get you know? what you wish for, but you you're cursed because exactly. Of it. Right, you know. Although, see, and that's the thing. There was part of those that I couldn't really understand what the quote unquote curse was for some of them. Like, let's take Ed for example. Mm-hmm. Ed goes, he gains his leg back, he gains his arm back, he becomes young again. Right. But you don't really find out what he's cursed by. There's no real punishment well, for what he wanted. Well, you know? he's, he was de-aged. I mean, for, well, I he know, was de-aged, but, you know. That is what it is, you know. Well, and now, then you switch over to the um, the the money grubber. Right. And he, he just, just kind of disappears. You don't know now, what we happened see him, to him. Actually, we do see him later. He's the He, when he is the uh, cigar store Indian. Oh, that's in right. The parade. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of one of those things where he's been put into that right. that role. Uh, the the barber who the barber loves was women, weird. You know, he's just all about women, 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 women. You know, all these women that I've never seen before. And he you goes know. into a peep show and he gets pulled. Well, up first on stage. off, he goes into the uh, the 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 witches. The uh, oh yeah, the dust witch or whatever her name is uh, gets yeah. his fortune. Gets his fortune, and she red. said, "There's going to be women." Get what are you waiting for? Right. Go what on. do you wait for? So he goes to the, the the peep show, and there's there's um um there's a hole in the tent. Yeah, but no, they're um they're belly dancers. Yes, but, and they pull him up, and then somehow he, he becomes naked. Yeah, and we're not really sure yeah, how that well, happens. You know, there's several and things in this where I'm like, I just go. It, with it, it looks you know? like it, they pretty much had him. Yeah, could have. And then the right there he, in front of the audience. Yeah. And the next time you see him, he's the bearded, bearded lady. lady, right? And then and, and milking it. I yeah. mean, just selling it. And then uh, the teacher. And the teacher, this was the one that I thought was the most interesting yes. because the teacher goes back into the Hall of Mirrors. She sees herself in her younger state and she right. comes out and she's this gorgeous blonde. She goes home. She goes home. And looks right. in the mirror and well, sees like a flash of it. But the thing is, is that the Mr. Uh, Cougar, yep. that is like the right-hand man of Mr. Yep. Dark, they de-age him. The boys yep. see this. And then he goes to her. Nephew. So she says her nephew's coming and yep. he goes there and then... She looks in the mirror and sees herself younger, and then she loses her eyesight. That's the part that I loved. Yeah. I was like, that's straight Faustian. You right, know? right. You're, you're so focused on what you look like, well, now you can't see yourself. Right. right. You know, and I was like, that's... And, of course, in the parade, when they're looking for the boys, you see 
all of these people mm-hmm. come yeah. paraded down. Well, yep. her thing is is like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, the guy who it's nuclear wasteland. He gets yeah. locked in a all the time in the world. The books, I know. Oh, and, um, and then um, breaks his glasses. It's called all the time, all the time in the time world. Who's the actor? I can't remember. The um, um, it wasn't oh, Vincent Price. No, it was um, Burgess Meredith. Yes, Burgess, Burgess Meredith. Meredith yeah. It is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, all of this had very much a Twilight Zone feel to it. Had very a much. tales from the uh, a tales from the dark side kind of feel to it. Which they're all. Yeah, and and all of it also centers around this carousel of when people get on the carousel, they ride it backwards, they become younger. But they can go forwards and become older. Exactly. Let's talk about that. Okay, talk to me. Let's talk about Jim Nightshade. Yeah. Am I getting some real Oedipus stuff here? A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to be he wants to be aged up to basically become his own father. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like you know, yeah. you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, Diane Ladd's attractive and all, but it's still it's like that's, that's really creepy on a lot of levels. Yeah, that that's uh, a you lot know. of levels. Um and that's also something like, you know, that there are all these little character moments. Yeah. Like, you know, Robard's character has this guilt about, you know, not being well, not being able to save his own son, but having his son saved by, by Jim Nightshade's father, father yeah. who is an alcoholic, and, right? You know, and also, but also the fact that he's got a bad heart and he can't go out and play baseball with this kid, and yep. this and that, and blah blah blah. And then you have you have Jim, whose father has been gone for a long time and looking for father. Figures he's looking anywhere. for father figures, and he's also he wants to be older. Like yeah. that's but he keeps going. He's like he's like I. You can see it. He's like I want to be older. I want to take care Don't of my mom. Don't you ditch I me? Wanna, yeah. And you know, and then you have you can go through all these little like yeah. these little character moments of all of them, and you know, and Will just wants to be a kid, you know, and he wants. Well, Will is kind of like the anchor. He's the he's the thing that stuff happens to, right? You know, he just kind of exists in this world because it's more for his dad and his best friend than it is for him, right? And on a complete side note, and I have to say this, this was like to me the coolest thing in the entire movie, the finger with the match. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, that I was know. cigar store. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I want one of those for my house. It was that like, was. I, I kept looking at it, going, "Is there gas run into yeah. it? Is there? It's got to be." You know, I've actually so, yeah. seen one. Oh, yeah. Outside yeah. of this movie, a long time ago, and it is literally a metal hand, right. That's extended with a finger, like it's right. pointing, and there's a match that comes out of the top of it that's constantly lit. It's right. hooked to a natural gas line, and right. so right. and they just it's on a pivot, so they can swing it out to light your cigar yeah. and then pivot it back. That, but that was, I was really like, cool. that is the coolest thing ever. Um, I tell you the other thing that was really cool, Mr. Dark's tattoos. Oh yeah, the hand tattoos. Oh, well, not only that, the arm, like well, that whole thing he shows Jim at the beginning, and well, like he pulls he pulls his sleeve up, yeah. And there's this moving, you know. But did you notice what he was doing with his hand when he was the, moving? He, he was, was clenching know, and releasing know, his I hand know. to make it look like he was controlling. Right, it. It was right. Really and then when he goes to to Will's dad, he's got their faces, their faces on the and he palms. squeezes the one hand so tight that it starts to bleed right. onto Will's head. Right, right. I was like, that's just. I mean, this. I kept asking myself when I was rewatching this, like, this is Disney? Yeah, I know. You know? I know. I know. <laughs> this is Disney? <laughs> the way I look at it, it's not Disney. It's Ray Bradbury. Yeah. It's yeah. It's Buena Vista. It's Buena Vista, exactly, you know? <laughs> at, Disney. Well, you know, hey. But there were, okay, so, you know, I'm going to talk about it. Okay. Because I always talk about it anytime we talk about a movie episode. There better not be a remake. <sighs> oh, God. Actually, I wouldn't be mad at a remake. Yeah, this is. I was is... thinking the same thing. This 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 is one of the very rare occasions where I because would not because it's based on Bradbury. I could yeah. see multiple. If if you get you the know. right writer, 
group yeah. and the right director. Well, because and uh, you try to make it period correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, and you couldn't do this movie other than period no, correct. You really could. And, and with today's effects, I think this could be a really, really cool movie. I agree. I 100% agree. Um, in 2004, they had announced it, it never came to fruition, okay. but they were going to do a remake of it. And and today's point, that was one thing I was thinking. It's it's very very rare that you'll hear me say, "Yeah, I think this would be a make a great remake." This is one that I would love to see redone with modern well, technology. It's kind of like what you mentioned earlier with like the, um, the Fitzgerald, um, uh, Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Gatsby. Yeah. You know how many how many how many how many movies versions? I was of that actually have just talking seen? with somebody I today mean, it's about. Like there's been a ton of yeah. them, and I haven't liked any of them. Honestly, whoa, I, I, I love the Robert, I love the Robert Redford one. Yeah. That's that's my favorite. I, I tell you, the Bob Lerman, I could do without oh, yeah. that. That's oh my garbage. god, that's what? terrible. That was Lerman. a terrible look. If Boz Lerman is attached to it, it's bad. Uh, I like. Sorry. I, I like Boz. Lerman. No, I like Lerman, but I hated that no, one. No, I like the stuff that Boz Lerman. I like Lerman, but I hated the, his version of The Great Gatsby. Hated it. I didn't hate it. It was just. It, it, I didn't hate it. I saw it because I had to. It took all the elements out of it that I loved I, from yeah, the first I was one. Just like, nope. This. No, is, I, you know, it's not the book. It's, it's not, not the, the book, book, and it's not the Robert Redford movie. And, but, I, and I'll be the first one to tell you right now, I don't like the book either. I have never mm-hmm. liked the Gatsby. I enjoyed I it. Never, well, not, one of my, not one of my favorite novels that I had to read. So, Well, um, I, 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 I truly think that this one, if, you, if they never do a remake of it, I'm okay with right. it. But if they decide they want to do a remake. It would have to be the right writing group yes. and the right director. And the right I casting. Will, and the I right casting. Say this. This is one of the very rarest of, of things that you're ever going to hear me say, yeah. I wouldn't mind a remake. No, I, I 100% biggest, agree. My biggest worry with a remake mm-hmm. is the reliance on CGI for stuff that they don't need. No, it, no, no, no. That it, is, it, well, you know, but you it needs like to be 90% one, practical even effect. Even this no. one, like, that opening scene where Tom, um, um, the, the lightning guy, is walking down the street, okay? Yep. He's walking down, you know, and the, the vehicles come by, you know, right. and, and you see in the background the rolling hills in the town. Mm-hmm. Part of that is painted matte. Yeah. And like, it was it was put in C, effect, yeah, CG. Yeah. I mean, it's like, part of it is real and part of it is not. And then right. there's a really, ob- there's two really obviously obvious ones later where one of them is in that same scene where he turns around and looks at the <coughs> storm. Mm-hmm. That's obviously yeah. it's a blue screen. And the other one is when um, uh, Will and Jim are on the roof. He's putting the lightning rod up. Oh, yeah, up. yeah, he's nailing it up. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, that is so obvious, you know. And I was like, why couldn't you just, you could have done that. That's not, you know, that would have been easy to do practically rather than with the green screen. But right. it is what it is. I would just fear that they would, some, some whoever it is that decided to make this, to make this movie yeah. would rely way too heavily on CGI and it just wouldn't look good. My so, fear is that they would sure, take... Make sure you keep everybody from Marvel away from it. No, that's, <laughs> you're not wrong there. Oh, but my, my or the biggest, second series of The, the Hobbit. Keep my the, biggest fear on this would be that you're taking... You have two crucially important characters that have to be able to emote mm-hmm. and they emote in their ability to not show emotion. Mm-hmm. You have Holiday... And you had, or Hollowell, excuse me. Hollowell, yeah. And Mr. Dark. And Mr. Dark. Yeah. And I mean, I, 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 there's very few actors that I would love to see play that kind of just straightforward, I don't want to say satanic, because he wasn't Satan, but he was damn close. He, he was definitely in league with the devil in some Because they some make jokes about, you know, him being the devil and all this stuff. Right. But, um, oh, and speaking of which, not to switch gears, but 
do you remember the scene when they first talk to each other in the um, the library? Mm-hmm. And it, it's when you get the you know you Something say prickly, you say my thumb, you says yeah. the title you wins the movie right. you know he says that and then instantly Mr. Dark is there and. He's quoting something entirely different. Right. Do you know they what he's quoting? They do. They go back and forth in different stuff. On yeah. The, I, I, off the top of my head. I, I heard the bells on Christmas Day by, yes. by uh, Longfellow. Yeah, and that's because he, he says something about, you know, it's not Christmas. And, yeah. and Christmas is the, a thousand years away. Thousand, he's like, not, not in here. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the... And again, it's that whole, like... I mean, it's, just it's that more banter. of a battle of wit. Yeah, you know, exactly. More than anything. Exactly. And I mean, you know? Yeah. Because he asks him, he's like, you know, aren't you tired of just, like, Living through other people's works, like why don't you want to be out and seeing oh, everything? Was yeah. it living other man's dreams? Yes, that's what yeah. it was. Something yeah. like and that, I, and, and, and again, and, that's how the devil comes at you. Right? This is a, you know, it's not a the, I, that we're getting a whole different thing here, but you know, it's not the whole like the devil doesn't come at you appearing it, it, like what you would imagine, like with you know all red with horns and a, and a, a right. tail and a pitchfork. And oh no, like, he, no, 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 no. He no. was known as the, the de- angel, angel of light, the most beautiful of angels. Exactly. Well, so it's a. I'll say this. The, I would struggle to find two actors in modern day world that could portray that kind of banter and that kind of you know, just. I you was know, watching this. I don't know that, I, and I'm not saying these two people should okay. play this role. Oh, you've got a proposal. I like this. But Go ahead. I was watching that scene today, yeah. and you know where my mind went to. Hmm. Uh, and I know both you guys have seen Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yes. You remember the scene when they're going to the prom? I think and so. And we find out, and that's when, like, when he goes to pick up... Um, uh, You're talking whatever, about Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton and Tom Holland, when they're in that car together, and they both know who each other... They, they figured out who each... So you're thinking right. Keaton is Mr. Dark. I'm not saying it. That mm. scene reminded me yeah, of this, where it's well, that I could, whole... I could hey, see look, that. I know who you are right and i know you know who i am and that's the same thing i'm not like i said i'm not saying those two characters those two actors you know right but that reminded me that whole where it's like that real intense discovery moment of everybody knows what's going on here and we're doing the dance but we all know the the truth exactly yeah well you get that in that kind of movie you get it in the departed you get it in you know tons of other movies have those moments where two characters are looking at each other going Mm -hmm. okay your mask is now down oh yeah and so is mine and we might as well just cut through the bullshit right yeah i agree but you know like i said i i I would struggle to see two actors who could compose themselves in that know. manner, especially somebody like Jonathan Price, because I, I still so I, I will good. sing that man's phrases. He never phrases. blinks. No, he, he doesn't. Blinks the, the entire, entire movie, just, you know. I know. He's just so he's, he's he steadfast, you know. Yeah, steadfast is a great word. For yeah, because it, it is. It's one of those things. He's just very. This is who I am. I'm not shading anything right. whatsoever you know yeah. and it's just a wow his name is mr dark for I know. god's sakes i mean it's not a oh, whole lot of guesswork the there yeah. when he when you when you first meet him and he introduces himself you know yeah. mr dark and then jim says oh dark's uh important or imagine pandorian whatever it is he's like oh aren't you the was, brave one or, yeah. you know it's like yeah it's it like, was dark's <laughs> carnival of pandemonium pan, pandemonium yeah but he, well, but he's, he looks at him he's like aren't you the brave one you well know, and when a, he tries to win jim over and the know, whole nightshade and dark I was I like, know. oh, that's so good. <laughs> that needs to be a tag team somewhere. Nightshade and Dark. That would be awesome. I was thinking metal album. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yes. Like too, yes, so. absolutely. All right. So in, in our wrap-ups here, because mm-hmm. you know I'm going to bring it up, 
I think it's pretty obvious that oh, all I love this movie. This, I is, love this is definitely this rewatchable. I, okay. As a newcomer to this, I love this movie. This is now added to my permanent Halloween watch yeah. list. And you know, the whole thing, it doesn't even, I mean, just fall. Yeah. I mean, because, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously it's got the horror element to it. You get that Midwest fall all over it. But it's just, it. man, this movie, when it opens. The leaves blowing around, oh, man, the, 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 the pumpkin patch, the kids the, running through the fields that and stuff. Pending storm in the background. I know. Yes. Always just, get one of those during October. So, okay. It's at so the very, very end of it when they're walking through yes, the streets yes. and you see all the water on yes, the streets from yes. after the rainstorm. I was oh. like, that's perfect. Yeah, oh. because cause it's like the it's cleaned the town up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because that's, well, that's part of the story. Says, but, that's part yeah. of the story. The rain and the lightning the come to lightning. wash away exactly. the dust. I was going to say something, another moment in there that's so brilliant is mm-hmm. when, um, when, actually the very first time we see Mr. Dark, mm-hmm. whenever um, Hollowell walks out of the... Um, yeah, he's just walking down the street. You don't see his face. You see the back of Oh, you of see it. the back of he And comes. he's just seeing these flyers. He's just walking. He's just walking. And just he's throwing like them. Throwing flyers Very nonchalantly and just it's, throwing them up in the air. It's and such a menacing sight. It, it's mm-hmm. Without kind of, being like overly dramatic. They're you know, just kind of like floating down well, like no, dead just, leaves <laughs> out of the trees. He's canvassing. Well, Because yeah. if you think about it, what was he doing also? He was looking for those kids. Yeah. And what do you do when you do a search? You canvass. Well, that was actually before that. Well, yeah, yeah, but but it's still it is one of those things where it's like it was just there are so many great moments. In oh yeah, this. so many oh, great yeah. moments. In Absolutely, this movie. and and to be fair, does the movie have some problems? Absolutely. Yes, yeah, it's it got has little, some pacing it's got issues. Pacing issues, it's got some acting issues. You definitely you have some time jump stuff about the pacing. Yeah, issues. well, well, I mean, with this one, it's it's very obvious because you can tell there's there's several scenes where they had to go back and reshoot it, and the kids are like three years older than they were. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, so you know, there's those moments. There's moments that to me don't really bring anything to the table like the whole tarantula thing well that was yeah. their, that was their initial introduction to the carnival you had to get the jump scare you had to get the dust woman in the the dust witch in the okay. corner with the spider she's sitting over there holding the spider like oh i know like it's yeah. A well yeah i know it's uh well there's that and it's and foreshadowing on when on the nightmare right and, and I'll that say, nightmare is awesome too oh the nightmare that, yes, yeah, yes, yes 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 I, the only other major complaint that I had about this movie, and I swear I'll stop complaining about mm-hmm. it after this. Whiner. Do we need to have another movie where lightning is the cure-all to everything? I mean, really. It's At least they set it up rather than just... Yeah. I mean, like from I, the very beginning, they set it up rather than like all of a sudden it's the thing. You yeah. know, it's I, a, I actually have, don't have a problem with it because it's all allegory. I mean, you've got the dark mm-hmm. and the lightning kind of presents yeah. as, the, as pure well, light. Think about okay. what... what, what we always say about um, what's the you know of course now now that I you know, I can't remember what it is you know about like sunlight being the best antiseptic right you know and it's kind of that same thing you know where it's the you I know the guess. lightning it was just the, to me it felt a little also think so. about it this way when that when that was written yeah um, and also at the time period it's set lightning was still a very mysterious thing right. and so it's kind of one of those you know you go back to Frankenstein I mean that, well, you know, that yeah. well, I was, I, being go ahead. being old enough that I remember going to my grandparents house and being adamantly told by both my mother and my grandmother stay away from the, the sinks windows, right. the sinks and the windows the bathtub because the, yeah because they yeah, had take seen, a shower while that's mm-hmm. yeah, no. because they had seen where lightning had struck a house or struck close to the house and they had ball lightning burn a circle in the rug in the living room right you know so lightning's a very dangerous thing it and is. It, oh, I, I, I and with it's, modern grounding and electrical oh, it's yeah. gotten better control yeah. but 
you the know, 1920s or whatever this was. You when know, you're right, staying at your right, grandmother's right, right, right. house and there's still the cotton and copper electrical wires yes. in the house, you know, that's a very and the the spool, the, the spool and uh, yeah, yeah, those those right. things. I still have some of that here in this house because it was <laughs> built so long ago. You might uh, want to update. I've done some of that as as I have as I have remodeled. We've changed a lot of that out, but there is still some of it in right. the house. So, well. I definitely say if you haven't seen this movie, go check it out. If, if go you can find, find it, it. <laughs> I mean it's it's out there. It is. It's, it's worth there. the look. It is definitely worth the look. And for those of you that are familiar with it, that have seen it, you know, write us on Discord. Send us some emails. Let us know what you think about this. Do you see this the same way? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Do you have the same memories of it? Do you have other memories of it? You know, we really want to hear from you on this. And and thank you again to all the uh, the people that wrote us already on this. Yeah. The, the 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 Chad and the Chad the Chad the Chad <laughs> the Chad and Charles and Charlie yeah <laughs> thank you guys but uh, but yeah we want actually, to actually thank you to two of the three yeah 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 <laughs> I, I'm I'm a little insulted on the Duke stuff well yeah but yeah if you do have any other input on these you know please let us know or if you know of a place that people can go to see this other than YouTube and I'm kidding hit us up on that let us know because you know this is definitely one that's worth viewing worth preserving and possibly even worth remaking I you know I I highly recommend this to anybody it there are some fairly intense scenes in here but yes. it's still not so bad that like my son could watch this it wouldn't be he's eight i wouldn't well, have any problems with him watching it of course i don't have a problem with him watching some stuff that other people might not you know true. it's like i'm like ah, whatever i grew up on most of that stuff anyway uh but it's just i it's still family it's disney so it's going to be it's family yeah. friendly ish and it least, does have the happy ish ending ish so. ish uh but uh um yeah yeah. Check out uh, something wicked this way comes. Definitely. Uh, check out the the book also. Uh, I yes. I'll be honest. I have not read the book. Oh, uh, you so should read good. the book. So I good. may have to. I may have to see if I can find an audio book. A no, of you it. should read the book. You need to pick it up, <laughs> smell the pages, crack the spine, and read that thing. Yeah. I, I I got a side with Dave on this. I one. am. It's I worth am, it. At this point in my life, I am all about audio books. So that's. Uh, uh, I retain more that way. I mean, honestly, I I will sit with a book and read for an hour and be like, "What did I just read? I have no idea." Well, and you read you read a lot more if your dad was the librarian. Aha! Aha. So, anyways, uh, everybody, thanks a lot for this first episode of Octoberfest. We got some more cool things coming up for you. Uh, like Barry said, you know, Discord. We've got links to everything in the show notes. Go and check them out. And uh, we will be back later this week with another episode. So stay tuned. I'm Alan Smith. I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And I'm Barry. We will see you very soon. (laughs) I'll I'll refrain from doing that for now. (laughs) Thank you.